Welcome in to the Fun Astrology Podcast. Thomas Miller here on Labor Day in the United States. Happy Labor Day to all of you folks in the U.S. For everybody else, it's Monday, September 5th. (laughs) Glad you're here. We have a couple of things. One has already happened, a sign change. Venus is now in Virgo. That happened at 12.05 a.m. Eastern Time, just narrowed on the other side of midnight. So for everybody that has already taken place, it scoots through because at the end of the month, it will be going home to Libra before October hits. I'll tell you what, we're going to need every bit of the benefic stuff we can stack into this chart as we approach that end of September into October time frame, because in October... We have those 12 days of the Saturn-Uranus square, which we are in the applying phase of that right now. And we will also have on the 25th, the first of our two Scorpio-Taurus eclipses. If you haven't listened to Robert Glasscock's take on that in Old Soul, New Soul Astrology podcast, I would highly refer you over to that because he does talk about some of the ominousness awaiting us in October and November in the chart. Now, Venus in Virgo is grumpy because it is in fall. So Venus is obviously rules Taurus and Libra. That puts it in detriment in the opposite signs. So Venus is in detriment in Scorpio and in Aries. Venus is exalted in Pisces. The opposite of Pisces is Virgo. Hence, from today until the 29th of September, Venus is in a grumpy sign. If you didn't catch the podcast on Saturday with Ray Merriman's newsletter, even if you're not into financial astrology, I would highly encourage you to listen to it because there is an urgency around it, particularly talking about this September time frame. Could it portend that Venus going through this grumpiness of Virgo might lead to a nasty market spill? It certainly is possible. Hey, and on that, we really kind of cranking up the TikTok and YouTube. So if you want to see videos around all of this, be sure to keep an eye on that as well. I'm doing intraday stuff as things are relevant. So if there's anything that happens in the middle of the day between our podcasts, it will be over there. TikTok in particular, and then we're reposting them to YouTube. All right. What else do we have in today's chart? Well, would it surprise you if I said we had a... Another yod? <laughs> we do, we do. You know, I'll tell you a little secret on this. On my charting software, which is Astro Gold, I turned the color of the quincunxes to a lime green. And that way, whenever I see lime green, it's the only lime green in the chart, I know to look for the witch's hat. And yes, we have one. What's at the top? Chiron, the wounded healer. What's at the base? The south node of the moon. (laughs) Digging stuff up from the depths of Scorpio's hell to bring them up and out. And what's the other one down on the base of the witch's hat? The sun. That's you. That's me. So what this is saying is here is a moment in time. And you know, there will be kids born today with this aspect in their charts where it is pointing the finger of God to say you are going to do a lifetime of karmic business. For us today, it's just an awareness that for some, things may come up. But if you're living life in the spiritual fast lane, you'll get ahead of this. And you'll take some time this morning to reflect on that unhealed wound in your life or wounds 
you'll look at some things that might be present for you, whether you've worked on them or not, but just what else is there? You know, it's like peeling the onion, right? When you peel a layer, you've got another one there. And that is our spiritual journey. There's never a core of the onion. Well, I guess some would argue if you get to enlightenment, there might be, but I'll leave that aside. As we focus on this aspect, this is a time when we could definitely use a day or two of our morning meditation or your spiritual routine to just take a look at what is the next thing? Asking the universe, what should I do next? Show me so that I can get about it. You don't have to kick me in the head. I'm listening. Now, if you're in the 101 course, you've got some synthesis under your belt, then you could go look at where Chiron is, what house and sign is it in. Same thing for the south node, and you could look at the transits to that, or even more predominantly, the solar arcs to that, and you could do some diagnosis on what some of those arrows might be that are pointing you toward from astrology. The other thing would be to put your little radar up for this week, and if you do keep notes or a journal on your life's path, then put a note in there to watch for synchronicities in those key areas. Something from the past wanting to come forward to be resolved. Something related to that one particular issue that keeps coming up in your life. For me, for example, Chiron is in the ninth house. Spirituality. Religion. And you know my story from Subconscious Mind Mastery. I mean, that was foundational, not only in my life growing up, but also now. It's been a shift, but it's also an ongoing process, and I'm very aware of it. And I keep encouraging it and inviting it up. I love to explore it now. It's not something to run away from. So use the yod to your spiritual advantage. This is an octane day to make some real internal progress. Love you guys. We'll see you back tomorrow.